Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Forever. Dog. When your town has let you down, when your porch has fallen short, when you're too worn out to run and need some ribs or a cinnabon, you need a place, a place for rock, a place for roll, a place where Oakland Raiders merch is sold, a sublime hot topic and billabong, a place where you can purchase a candy thong. So let's go take a walk. Let's all go to City Walk tonight. tonight. Podcast The Ride presents the City Walk Saga, a daily, 19-part, extremely necessary series exploring the stores, restaurants, and wonderful magic that make up Universal City Walk Hollywood. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, the City Walk Saga, Sector 17. I'm Jason Sheridan. Here, as always, Mike Carlson. Hi, I'm here, too. And Scott Gardner. Hello. We're cresting the hill. We're, we're, we've almost yeah, made it. Yeah, that's true. We're so close to the end of this. Uh, joining us today, uh, writer on People of Earth and the upcoming NBC show, I Feel Bad, Nick Mondernock. Hey, thanks for having me. Hello. Thank Hello. you for being here. Welcome. I am so excited to talk about this sector with you guys. <laughs> I, think you, I think you got a great one. I got a great one. And it's an interesting one because this one is entirely uh, Fallen Brothers. Yes. It's yeah. all things that aren't there anymore, uh, um, in, including one that was very recently demolished. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the, the building of one is still around, so there's, there's remnants of, of all of it, but it's all experiences you can yeah. no longer have, and we're relying on your, your memories It's here a today. haunted episode. It's a haunting, haunted episode. Speaking of haunted... <gasps> Oh. oh, oh, boys, boys, boys! <laughs> He's with us. Hello. You never know it's when the he's sector starting. keeper. He's back. Boys, how are you? Well, you came in in your your iconic way of n- no sound or uh, uh, interesting ghostly way of appearing. We just turn and you're there. Yes, yes, my soul is feeling fulfilled. Thank you. You're at sector seventeen. Yeah. Oh, great! Yeah, you're feeling good because we're we're almost there, and we've we, so many stones have been. Well, you you give us the stones. Yes, I send them. Okay. USPS because <laughs> I um sometimes I can't make it. You know I have a job, right? <laughs> oh, really? Are you yeah, busy? we we you yeah, mentioned I, your job. I'm still working at the admissions gate in heaven, so or in hell. Oh, that's right. Oh. Okay. But hopefully, my skills apply in heaven when you save my soul. I'm glad you remembered from the three days ago because yes. I look I, it, through the last three days have been a fog. Of course. When of you course. escape, are you going to try to get a job at CityWalk? If you'll give me a reference. Oh sure. Oh yeah. Uh, I can actually. I do have a. Uh, um, I have a, a connection. My older brother used to sell light up swords there at, 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 at CityWalk. I'd love to. But I, I can totally pick that up. No higher praise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Thank no you. kidding. How long he? How long did he hold that down like, for? I think, like again, like this is a, a easy summer. I think he did just like a summer of it. And yeah, you just had like a, just a bag of those like neon glow swords. I think he, I think he had a blast. Excellent. You've given me so much strength that being at Sector 17, uh, uh, Banjo Kazooie, 
Y2K bug. Oh, all these uh, things you missed—they're coming to you Olympics now. In Salt Lake City, thank you, boys. Thank you. Oh, you're seeing all the pop culture you missed. Yes, Wonderful. You're giving me great strength. Is it? And it's giving. You're enjoying it. It's giving you joy. Yes. You know what would be, bring me greater joy? The Sector 17 Stone. Would you oh, like your course. assignment? Well, yes, yes. Well, yes. Yeah. Give us, give us the places, and we'll get you that stone, or we'll get it from you. <laughs> rather, <laughs> you remember how it works? Yes, yeah, I of sure course. do. We all remember. <laughs> Sector Seventeen, Gibson Amphitheater, Saddle Ranch, and Marvel Mania. And some mm, ghostly yeah. phlegm in your amphitheater. Yeah, I think Sorry. you put an L in there. <laughs> yes, I was. Yes, wow, yeah. even human flaws are coming back to you. <laughs> yes, it's very nice. That's why you're you. becoming so human, yeah. I you, can't wait to sprain my ankle again. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't think that's something you would miss. No, but being you a do ghost. as a ghost. You sprained your ankle, and that's how you drowned in the fountain. No, you sprained I didn't drown. It. I died of a staph infection. Oh, right. <laughs> but uh, it forced remember. you to fall down. Yes. I think yeah. that's what I was thinking of. It forced you to fall down, and you were like you couldn't get up for you're a while right, so you're no. exposed to more water than the average child in the yes, fountain yes you're right you're right the the water filled my lungs inducing the coma but boys boys <laughs> let's let's focus let's focus yeah we're i mean where, where where do we begin i guess well let's let's kick it off with the the gibson amphitheater yeah um so this was the the concert venue that was at universal for for many years i believe opened in the 70s mm-hmm. and it apparently was part of the tour there was it was like like the the slope and the seats it was outdoors first of all mm-hmm. to begin with and it was part it was for stunt shows i think and but it, that didn't you know those are only used during the day and supposedly some employee who was probably not compensated properly for the idea was uh, he, he said why don't we have bands come play at night and with the with the kickoff of Jesus Christ Superstar in uh, I want to say 1972, uh, though I could be wrong, uh, it became one of LA's uh, great uh, c- uh, concert destinations until it closed down uh, mm-hmm. for the the Harry Potter experience to be right. opened up. Um, uh, it's funny when I started going through it, like I think by the end the acts kind of like whittled down a little bit, and I was mm-hmm. like so ready to laugh. But they actually had huge mm-hmm. like uh, prepar- yeah. like Radiohead toured there. I think oh. they had like they had like they had like some some pretty massive acts oh here's one that i thought was so interesting the dalai lama was <laughs> really <laughs> the dalai wow. lama came and did like and 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 did like you know a a, a talk or whatever that is so i love the idea that the dalai lama was at city walk for like <laughs> a day wow. and night or something mm-hmm. like that walking around and were people like scalping tickets yeah who opened for him yeah 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 jeff um, dunham uh, right right <laughs> i well stemming from that you might have found in the same list is similar area Pope John Paul II also spoke at uh, uh, at the Gibson Amphitheater at that, at that time the Universal Amphitheater mm-hmm. he was doing a tour of LA and did mass at Dodger Stadium apparently yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he did this special event at the Universal Amphitheater Really glad I came across this right before we re- we recorded. Um, the it was an event where you could be there in mm-hmm. person and see the pontiff with your own eyes, but also uh, this event was simulcast to similar sized venues all across the country in St. Louis and Denver, and using satellite technology, all these cities were uh, uh, you know uplinked and able to experience the Pope all at the same time. And the name of this event was 
Papal Space Bridge 87. Wow. <laughs> That's one way of describing like internet technology and broadcast. Yeah, uh, space what, bridge. what essentially is a conference call yes. today was regarded as a space bridge. Space bridge. That's like like Thor's rainbow bridge that uh, two realms are connected yes. by. <laughs> that Heimdall is the one responsible the guardian for of. guarding. And it, space bridge. That's yes. crazy. That's such a fun name too. Mm-hmm. The sector stone will open the space bridge for me to go to heaven. Oh my god. Oh, that's what'll take you back. Yes. Yes. Uh, off of the, 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 the love radiating mm-hmm. from Pope John Paul II mm-hmm. who's left this mortal coil yeah, right, but you'll he's meet in heaven. Him. You'll meet yes, him. he'll be my guide. Oh wow. wow. And that's you'll beautiful. be it'll yes. as you cross the bridge it'll be playing the uh anthem of City Walk, Gasolina. Yes. <laughs> yes. I John believe Paul we II's established song. Also John Paul II's favorite song. Daddy Yankee will drive me in in a golf mm-hmm. cart. <laughs> There was a part of the, I'm, it, I bet now it's his favorite song, but I bet as of Pable Space Bridge 87, his favorite song was the song played for him on guitar by a man with no arms who played with his feet. <laughs> that happened at at Papal Space Bridge 87 yeah. at, at the Universal Amphitheater. That happened uh, yeah. at uh, Papal Space Bridge 87, but also happened <laughs> at Hoover School, the elementary school I went to oh. when uh, in 1993. Hoover School 93. Mm-hmm. Is was this the same yeah. uh, guitarist? It maybe? had to be, right? Yeah, there couldn't have been so <laughs> maybe many. Maybe he's the Space Bridge. Maybe he's really what is uniting huh. us all. His yeah. music and... His guitar is spirit. like Heimdall's sword that unlocks the bridge. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Um, so there's hardly any events more special than Papal Space Bridge, but did mm-hmm. you guys get to... I grew up in LA, so I saw some stuff there, and uh, Nick, I, I imagine you did too. But. Yeah, I'm a Valley kid, so I was there. I'm actually shocked that I didn't. I looked hmm. through these... Really? I was, I, was, I was like, how did I miss... All American Rejects seems to have been there every other weekend. <laughs> like, <sure. laughs> Four years. And I love like like so many like pop punk, which is like totally what I was, was into. I oh. can't believe I, I, I missed that. But Oh, gotcha. Oh, I have a friend. My friend Perry, I think, snuck backstage and like we had a Weezer thing. Yeah. And oh. got to land like 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 meta, like got pictures of it. It might oh, have been great. Weezer and Tenacious D touring together, mm-hmm. possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were great concerts well, there. I, I saw Weezer there. Not oh, okay. on that tour, but on the when they were touring their famous albums, their their classic albums, Blue and Pinkerton. Mm-hmm. First night they would do Blue album. Second night they would do Pinkerton. I only went to Pinkerton. I was trying to save money at the time, and Pinkerton being my favorite album of theirs. Oh, gotcha. Uh, um, and sure. it was very... They did half of the new Weezer, and then half old Weezer, where Rivers dressed up like he did when he was 22. And he dressed really? Oh, wow. So the first... Yeah, so Weezer was going through a, a phase where they had Josh Freeze, who was a, like a famous kind of oh, yeah. s- dr- drummer who played with like everyone from like Nine Inch Nails to... I forget. He was playing with the Replacements... A Did couple he play with years like, ago. Was he in with like the Queens of the Stone Age world? Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. I'm he's played with people. everybody. He was playing drums. They took Pat from Weezer off the drums. He was playing guitar. Rivers was not playing any guitar. He was just being a slick front man. Mm. And he had a trampoline on stage. And he would oh. jump up and down. And like... 
to the point where you would be like, he's gonna fall. Uh, excuse me, he's gonna fall and hurt himself. <laughs> like he just like kind of this like guy, like very yeah. stilted with his arms in the air, and like you're like, what is this? I don't think coordinated when I think of no. Rusko. I'm not thinking like, yeah. I saw him do Jimmy Kimmel Live, and he had like a ukulele for no reason, and he like started smashing it, and you're like getting the sense that he's out of control. <laughs> oh. So, but the first part of it, he so he's just on the mic, and he played. They played stuff like Suzanne, which is one of the best songs, okay. which is great, and then the, and then there was like an intermission. And he came out, and he was old. And now Pat was back on the drums. He was wearing his like sweater vest again, like mm-hmm. he was in the mid '90s. And then they just did Pinkerton all the way through, which was great. But it was very weird that he played Rivers like cosplay. Yes. He cosplayed as himself on the show. Uh, my, my theory, I've said this to you, not on the podcast, yes. is that Weezer, Weezer is our Beach Boys. Right. They're the band. Like he's gonna be, he will dye his hair black. He will be doing. He will be. <laughs> he will still be wearing sweaters, progressively bigger and bigger as he gains age and weight. We like. We will be. Rivers is not going anywhere until he's eighty-seven right. years uh-huh. old. Uh, um, and they'll start doing. It'll be. The Christmas album. We do the yeah. we do Pinkerton again, but with an orchestra. They mm-hmm. they have like a cruise ship, but like there's they, a Weezer cruise. cruise. There's, there's yeah. a Weezer cruise to like just and, l- yeah. absolutely light up your point. Like yeah, that's <sighs> they're in the they're in the cruise world. They're in the Boy. cruise world. <laughs> uh, um, uh, this is a here's a bit of Weezer trivia. I don't know if you know this. You know their 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 big hit their smash hit new song Africa. Uh, um, the, you know that the public has embraced so thoroughly. Africa actually, they didn't write really. Africa, Africa was this older band called Toto in the eighties, and uh, and my parents saw them at the the Gibson Amphitheater oh, really? in uh, in eighty two. But one of the first concerts with the enclosed. Uh, with the roof right uh, um, which it was outdoor before that and, was the um, year it got enclosed 82, 82. yeah you know, one I, of the first things and I'm very jealous of my parents for having seen Prime Toto 82 yeah. Yeah. and for free apparently because I forgot I, uh, I haven't brought this up in any of these sectors yet that my mom worked at uh at Universal oh, in the wow. early '80s, she was a, she was an accountant in what was like a the the this big towering black skyscraper uh, there at the Ted that's now like the smallest building on the property. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but everybody everybody went for free. Hmm, um, and they also went to one other concert. I think maybe the first concert my parents saw together at all, possibly while dating, uh, uh, was the, the first concert with a roof. Frank Sinatra. And uh, and there was a moment that my dad's reminded me of my whole life from this concert, <laughs> where he Sinatra is setting up a song, and he says, "All right, here's this one's one of the classics. This is some real music you're about to hear. Not like that Betty Davis eye shit." <laughs> Furious, Furious at Kim Carnes, which I developed the theory that maybe he's mad at Kim Carnes because he like tried to roofie her or something, uh-huh. and then but she like put a coaster on top of the glass just <laughs> right. in time, and he didn't get to like so a buddy took her away when he wasn't looking. Like, sw- <laughs> like was like, hey, you gotta get out of here, save yourself. Yeah, somebody in Frank's camp betrayed right. him, and like I know things you can't know. Get out of here, Kim. <laughs> the, the first few years of. Uh, uh, gambling being legal in Atlantic City in Jersey, Frank Sinatra kind of had the run of the place. Like Steve Wynn sure. oh, he oh, gave yeah. him the exclusive contract and stuff and they would just let him gamble at all hours. There's a story, I think in the, the there's a Dean Martin book, there's a story of uh, the two of them wanting to play cards and like going to the tables in Atlantic City 
uh, where one of them was doing a residency and demand it. Like, we want the dealer to deal by hand, which is like very illegal oh. like casinos. That's why you got to do the the machines. Whoa. And like the dealer's like, <laughs> uh, and the pit boss is like, oh, it's Frank Sinatra. You yeah. got to do it. And he was an asshole about it. <laughs> G- Roommate. Oh, What's really? Roommate? You know Frank him up Sinatra there? Is my roommate in hell. <laughs> <laughs> you get him? Yes, we we room together. It's weird that he has to share the space, but I guess it's hell and you're being punished. Mm-hmm. So, um, has he changed his ways? Is he? Uh, uh, no, he's still a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is this is total. This is absolutely true. Also in my my family history, and I don't think I've said this on the podcast before. One of the stranger stories in my family's history, my uh, uh, grandfather wrote for um, as you know, modern screen magazine or some like a, a 50s entertainment magazine, and he wrote something unflattering about Frank Sinatra, and Sinatra sent thugs to his residence wow. to dangle him over a window. Oh. And, he's, and he said nothing happened. He got he, he wriggled out of it, but one day he opened the door and Sinatra's guys were oh there. Oh my god. Yeah, my grandfather. Uh, um and which I've so I've always thought like if that had gone the other way, yeah. maybe my mom isn't born. Maybe right. I'm not born. <laughs> maybe I'm a lost soul just like the sector keeper. If Sinatra had gotten <laughs> So you have a me- you want to send Frank a message via the sector keeper. Oh yeah. Sure, I can pass it over. Yeah. Now it's my a whiteboard on her fridge. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, what what I mean I hmm. hey, I guess just hey, fuck off, chairman. <laughs> Scott, uh, that should get the job done. You got to be careful when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm going to run into him. <laughs> <laughs> and what if the sector keeper, <laughs> you wouldn't, I mean, let's cut a deal here. Just please promise you won't, like, introduce us if I end up in hell. Sure, no. And if we don't get you out. I mean, I have every intention of getting you out. Of course. If you get all of the sector stones, I won't send the ghost of Frank Sinatra after you. Oh my god, yeah. now yeah. we really have cause to do this right. right. Because now my soul is at stake. He's gonna get... Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, I didn't get my... My boys didn't get their hands on your grandpa. It's, it's Frankie's revenge. You know what's so funny to me? I was just like, I was just reading, someone like posted a, like a tweet or something about like these rap music, we're worshipping these thugs. It's so funny because I guarantee you that guy would be like, not like Frank Sinatra these days. Not no, like literally. Sinatra, the man fel- bankrolled by the mob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. By the outfit itself. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what yeah. is your... A man, a man that I heard Donald Trump tell a story that he was horrified by. <laughs> Trump was like, yeah, I was hanging out. The man out with, with no shame. He was, I was like, I was hanging out with Sinatra and a man, this is on a, an old Howard Stern show. He goes, yeah, and a guy, we were in Vegas and a guy came up to him and was like, Mr. Sinatra, I just got married uh, to, to your music. We danced to your music as the first, like the first song. And Sinatra goes, get him, boys. And he just had the shit kicked out of this guy. <laughs> and Trump and Trump is telling a story. Trump's like, yeah, uh, like you can tell Trump is put yeah. off by this. One of the right. most <laughs> terrible men and vile, <laughs> vile man is like, uh, that guy was a little crazy, huh? <laughs> oh my god, sector keeper, has he hurt you? Um, 
Boys, boys. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That, me, that means yes. Tell me about the Gibson. <laughs> the Gibson. Oh, all right, all right. We'll stay away. A yeah. thing that sticks out in my mind, and I, I don't think I went to this, but this was where uh, Conan, when Conan did his live tour before he had his TBS show, but after the Tonight Show, he played the Gibson Amphitheater, which is spitting distance from the soundstage built for him to host the Tonight <laughs> mm, Show. Right. So, like, it's probably his first time back on Universal property and he is doing like a sold like a, a packed show like around the corner from where he had just been fired zucker from. is clenching his fists <laughs> zucker. Ooh, how dare he yeah <laughs> i thought i exiled he was banished and now he's spitting on my very turf yeah um jeff zucker who now is at, uh, at cnn and mm. and trump is like shit not he's calling him like little jeff right he's getting he's getting the, the trump business so in this case i is it little jeff or li, he, little little remember he was using the d's oh he was calling him little uh what's his name corker oh really right he was trump That's was using most condescending he wasn't just do. writing little he would write l-i-d-d like wasn't it bob corker he was goofing on oh maybe he was like little bob corker he was calling him i'll That's, find that, it that's trump. so and he, and he's used that before, right? wasn't it little like wasn't it like marco rubio like, like, yeah was it like little marco? Yeah. You, can't, you can use the same what the fuck? he's run out of Really great. Conan. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, there you go. He uh, says like three. He just <laughs> cycles through. If he ever decides to have like a, a punch up room of name generators, mm, yeah. Uh, though I don't support the man, that'd oh, be a, that'd in, be a fun gig. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you could think of uh, mean names, mm. uh, um, it's you and Dennis Miller and Dan Manen. <laughs> 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 the millennial, the, the millennial, millennial comedian, comedian yeah. <laughs> Gavin McGinnis, the Gavin of Fred Boys. What? Oh, the Gibson was also the home for a long time of the uh, MTV movie. Was it yeah, the movie yeah. awards and the Teen Choice yes. Awards? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is famously we've mentioned him before, Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, his friend Bruno uh, was there. <laughs> his associate. Bruno. His associate Bruno <laughs> fell on Eminem. Oh, the yeah. start of the yeah, mentioned this, this he, on our podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where that famous that, accident occurred. That famous accident. Yes. The butt to face, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Like yes. It? Yes. And all mm. of D12 got mad and left. <laughs> In a totally pur- spontaneous moment. Mm-hmm. Headed for the Purple Hills. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Jason, did you ever see a concert at Gibson? No, never. Mm. I never mm. was. Uh, never uh, saw I, it at the Empire. Real brief, the only other thing I saw there, a free concert that I, well, it wasn't free. I saw it for free, uh, put on by The Shins. Hey, it's second oh, shins another return. Mm-hmm. Oh, we right. talked about the Garden State I, earlier. I, I, mm-hmm. Oh, wait, the Sector Keeper, Sector Keeper, you should listen to this band. They're called the Shins. They change your life, I swear. The Shins. 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 Do you remember? Shins. Yeah. Do you remember how body parts work? That's yes. a thing you could injure. You could twist yes. your shin. Yes. Yes. It's also the name of a band, and they're they are so good. That they will, they could change your life. Oh, I swear. excellent! Mm-hmm. I'll check them out when I ascend to heaven. When you Great. get all your memories back, Thank yeah, you. yeah, I Thank think you. they'll give you strength. Um, the other things I saw there in 2005, I saw I saw Beck two nights in a row on the oh, Guero right. tour. That was fantastic. Oh, sure. And my dad dragged me to a concert in 1998 that I was all harumphy about and probably like a real jerk 
during it like i have to go with my dad this lame concert instead of the rap i like instead of buster (laughs) rhymes and this concert that i frowned and crossed my arms through the whole time in 1998 was Chicago and Hall and Oates. Oh my God! Wow, you, you this is my days. exact wheelhouse today. Yeah. I've seen both of them multiple times. I made a video with Chicago. Wow, this is I'm I'm bored and mad in a Chicago yes. concert in 1998, and then w- how many years later? 13 years later, I got I did a video with the, with the band for Funny or Die, and I got to say, Hey, Chicago, meet my dad. Oh great! Mm. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, that That's many awesome. years. After the fact, I feel like that made up for what a like little yeah. jerk ass I was. But I'd love to see that. Um, I have a that. Chicago story. Um, yeah. uh, boy. Now we're talking. Uh, the trumpet player from Chicago went to my church, and uh, I used to. I, I basically uh, wait. Like, who's the, wait? Can I name it? Uh, uh, trumpet is uh, Pankow. That might, that might, I literally do not. Oh, you were yes. school, Nick. By Scott. Scott, Scott fucking taking me to task. Did you, uh, this is my dream for this. Yes. Well, was it Parasader, Lofney, or uh, Panko? Panko. Let's, we'll say Panko. Let's, let's go Panko. I only, I only, I learned their names because I had to block them. Oh, yeah. I had to arrange them in a, it was very, it's very That's hard awesome. to move eight people around yeah. at once. Um, but what, uh, what happened, I, I, uh, I was playing, I did like half-assed trumpet through, uh, uh, through middle school and high school. Yeah, hated it. Like, I just like, I like, I would just like pretend to play a lot of the time because it hurt my teeth. <laughs> Um, uh, and uh, uh, and I played I, I did play at the church and it became clear that my mom had like uh, was friends with the, the or, or like talked to the trumpet player and wanted him to come and encourage me to continue to play mm. so he so I, I I played but I blew it I mean I could I, I forgot the solo I just like I like I like fucked up I was like my armchair was all fucked up it was like like it was all so he came up afterwards he's like and, and and clearly like wanting to like support me but knowing that it would never happen and he just was kind of dancing around it, like playing trumpet all right Oh, wow. wow. Nice. Like, but he had nowhere to go. They had no, mm. <laughs> just honestly, it's the most honest thing, but it was just him, like, clearly, like, being asked to <laughs> to bolster me and not being able to in good faith. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Awesome. And yeah. he, it sounds like he didn't, like, force a compliment. No, he didn't force a compliment. Again, and I yeah. order respect. This is, a, this is a, a, a story of respect where he's just like, yeah, all right. But there's nothing else to say. Like, what else could you talk about? So it was just, I just had an awkward, like, three minutes of him just going, like, right on. Whoa! Right <laughs> I, I think it, I think it's Lofney, this blonde guy. Does yes, that seem yes, right? Yes, yes, okay. yes. That's it. Lee That's Lofney. It. He was one of the nicest guys. Very nice in the shoot. They were all very nice, but those horn guys, especially. And you're like, wow! I can't believe you guys are here. You guys are legends. Hey, it's been a crazy ride. That kind of just <laughs> wow. like pleasant. Enough. It was. Cool. I honestly, I'm so. My Chicago day was very special to me. I'm sorry. I feel like mine went went better than yours. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but no. But I, you know, something. Even at the time, I was like, "This is the right thing to do. You should not. You do not. Do not encourage my ta- my lack of talent. Don't do it." Yeah, he'd say, "Well, yeah. If you, I, and you know, you're a you're a working successful comedy writer you now, go. as opposed to a uh, right a, like a tw- tw- twice divorced trumpeter yes, I mean, in a ska in like a garage ska band." or something <laughs> just, just failing out right, right, right. Uh, um uh yeah well uh congrats you uh you made it out of that alive yes um what, any other memories of the the, the amphitheater well, oh I, you know we mentioned this uh because it was replaced by harry potter and i think some of the foundations stayed i think they kept some of the infrastructure of the building right i'm not totally sure but um you know i said this in the harry potter episode but i think it's a shame that they had to tear down the place where the greatest album of all time was recorded, the Blues Brothers' Briefcase Full of Blues. Ooh. I feel like it should stay up as a historic monument. Um, yeah. And uh, I, so I'm 
I'm mad at the Harry Potter ride. I go on it, but I I shout, "What about the Blues Brothers?" Mm-hmm. Every time. Oh, and also the the last the last uh, Blues Brothers concert was there. Oh, right. Several years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so blues heads, a lot of history here. Um, uh, should I maybe keep talking about the Blues Brothers for way longer? Or oh, okay. I was oh, he's, uh, uh, <laughs> well, why don't we continue the music discussion though, mm-hmm. and jump on over to Saddle Ranch? Yes, please, boys. Uh, Saddle Ranch. I mean, Saddle Ranch was the final restaurant occupying this space but certainly mm-hmm. not the first mm-hmm. no well, this is a very exciting uh, area now the building is gone entirely and i'm not yeah. sure why and i don't know what's going in there well but i know initially... the rumors about it oh really do you have mm-hmm. anything you can say sure there's message board rumors that the uh. toothsome chocolate factory is going right uh, where the saddle oh, ranch oh, the boy. giant rip off willy wonka <laughs> dessert restaurant that's in orlando already might be going where Saddle Ranch is. Very popular. Chocolate of- chocolate Emporium and also like savory, savory treats. sweets got and savory, savory. Mm-hmm. anything you would want. Yeah. Pretzels uh, The and whole candy. thing smells wow. like chocolate. So when you uh, order a plate of mozzarella sticks wow. or uh, <laughs> uh, wonton nachos or something, you will not stop smelling that chocolate uh, odor. Yeah. So the, uh, just like, a, I like that they're keeping up the tradition of that space, which is just Quick closures, just like a, just a, <laughs> just a, just a yeah. You're, you're spending millions of dollars creating a, a brief anecdote. <laughs> it adds up to being mentioned on a podcast yes. briefly. Yes. Okay, so I have a full list here. Okay. Uh, uh, it when it initially opened, it was called uh, Womp Hompers Wagon Works Restaurant. <laughs> yep. That was and the backstory of this. Do you know the backstory yeah, stuff? I yeah, do. yeah, it was about so. a flim flam man who. <laughs> Uh, uh, found a good a good uh, line selling people wagon pieces and build a giant factory on top of this hill at the Coenga Pass, and now they had converted it to a restaurant. <laughs> this way, I, I didn't. I just copy and pasted the bio and hadn't read it till right now. My my little thing says C L Womp I was going to ask what the name was. It's yeah. C L Womp Hopper, a legendary slick talking wagon salesman who invented wheeling and dealing Whoa. this character oh. invented the general notion Art. of wheeling and deal while dealing great grandfather you have so many connections to this place wow yes, yes he i i'm uh, with him right now you he, sound loud yes i'm so proud of the uh, he was an entrepreneur mm-hmm. in this chocolate place is piss on his grave <laughs> Um, oh well, I don't. Well, how do you, you want him? You, so you want him like remembered and I want him honored. Yeah. Yes, yes. Boys, boys, promise me, one day you'll reopen the Womp Hopper. Oh I'll my God! That promise. Wait, I'll, Nick, I'll make that. you were quick to make that. Yeah, I'll make that promise. <laughs> oh, okay. You can do it. Yeah, I can do it. Thank you. You got it. I mean, there's an old saying in L.A. You know, in the biz that. If you want an easy go of it for a little while, try to open a restaurant in LA County. At <laughs> <laughs> City Walk. At yeah. City, City Walk, Walk potentially. Location. I feel like CL Womp Hopper. Am I getting the name right? It's actually it's Hopper. Well, Womp Hopper, Womp excuse Hopper. me. Excuse yeah, me. Womp Hopper. Uh, CL Womp Hopper. I feel like he probably is related to like other deceased characters from different, you know, shopping and dining uh, experience pl- or centers like Merryweather Pleasure. Mm hmm. 
or even a Marvel TGI Friday, TGI Friday, or even just because I want to say the name Marvel McFay from Astro World. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And do you find? Are you looking at a photo of him from somewhere? Because there are photos of him. I'm bringing him up. I have not seen the photo. I'll do it well, in real time. Here. You're right on the money. Because would you believe that he is a, a bearded man in a top hat? <laughs> of course, I believe that. And which and is this him? Yep. And who else does he remind you of? Uh, uh, Imagineer Joe Rody. <laughs> Well, you're close. But. Are you going to say Stan Lee from the Marvel Medium? No, menu? I'm still not. You're all wrong. Uh, the original top hat, old timey beardo in theme Dream park. Finder. Yeah. And when this restaurant opened, get, who was hired to play CL Womp oh, wow. but Ron Schneider, the original actor <gasps> who, played? who played Dream Finder. Holy wow. shit. Literally the same man. Wow. And he's just playing him. He isn't CL Womp Popper, right. who obviously was a real man who you, the sector keeper. Yes, yes. Uh, but um, he did him justice. Oh, well, that's So he that's did him good. justice. He played him well, yes. You aren't, his good. portrayal was not piss on the grave. No. Here's a photo of Ron Schneider that's also co- came up in the search results. Mm-hmm. He's holding Figment, the Dream Finder. He's a whimsical guy. Wow. Um, so yeah, this I I really wish I could have experienced this place. A restaurant with a plot, obviously, always up my alley. <laughs> Aesthetically, like it's this like fake rusted out tin shack, but then you go mm-hmm. in there and it's nine rooms. It's, it's huge. so massive. It's so big. Mm-hmm. Also, they made a point of using a uh, uh, reclaimed barn wood. To construct it, I read, and corrugated tin roofs, just like back yeah, in the day. I'm looking at the picture, the love and, it, shack. and it looks like they're tin roofs, but the roofs, the roof is made to look like it's wood. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I wrong? Like that's what I'm getting from the. It's I it's think mixed it's just uh, materials. Kinda, yeah, mixed materials. But then you go inside, and it's brass, and it's bricks, and it's eight dull 80s browns and Tiffany lamps and all the stained glass all the shit it's I like love if to you swim in were I, it's watching, beautiful it is if you amazing. were watching the movie version of Hello Dolly and just ran face first into the TV screen that's what <laughs> Whomper's Wagon Works looks like and so that lasted 81 to 86 then it became Womps <laughs> it still became Womps Restaurant like how Hooters tried to become Hoots yeah. <laughs> Wampers became Womps. Uh, Womps lasted 86 to 88. And then it got taken over by uh, an old friend of ours, Tony Romas, in 1988 to 1995. As we said, one of the only establishments to make the, the City Walk jump to mm-hmm. be re- put in a different location. Yeah. But this one's the one in my heart. We were, I was finally recalling it with Eva. Yeah, that's 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 my that's that's my Tony Romas. Wow. That's that's. Uh, uh, did you did you ever make it to that one, uh, or, or do you do you, do you have like a first Universal Studios memory? Or early? Well, I definitely remember like like Hard Rock was. I remember being young enough to be impressed by the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I was floored by that. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 so so that was, yeah, that was probably my uh, my my. Favorite. Like they've got all this memorabilia. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. I also remember a, a big thing that uh, my friends and I would do because we were in high. School, but like we didn't like like rap rock is we would go to bb king's house of blues but to hear the music 
<laughs> so we go there and we, there's like I think we had like a substitute teacher who played harmonica there and we fucking idolized him we thought it was so fucking cool uh, yeah we, we, uh, we would go there we, saw, we, we did see, see like the Scottlights played there which was like, like sure. fun but we, we, oh. we would often be at BB King's House of Blues wow that's funny because we've covered that one and I don't yeah I don't I, I don't even think of any as I don't even think of it as a place anyone would have gone to right yeah definitely but again we were those kids you know what I mean we kind of appreciated good music oh so you must have gone to that uh, baked potato down at the bottom of the hill. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, we got bad, expensive baked potato. But it was so. I mean, that place is so fucking expensive, though. I mean, it is, it is the like, club, the baked yeah, potato. Yeah, I don't yeah. know anything about it. I know its reputation. It's like and, a jet, uh, yeah, it's 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 at the base of the hill, right. off of uh, mm-hmm. in the Coenga Pass, right the legendary nearby. jazz place. Yeah, but I think it's like there's like I mean, I maybe this is I was in high school and maybe the entry fee was even three dollars, which seemed prohibitive to me. But uh, uh, but I remember <laughs> it seemed really expensive. Uh, but we would also go to there's a place Charlie O's, uh, which is uh, again now a fallen brother uh, in in the uh, in the valley. We would we would go there, but there was actually like a time where there was like a pretty good amount of like jazz and you know if you were yeah uh yeah you were like a you were a high school uh, uh jazz yeah jazz cat you very were like consciously a, like very a, consciously like a ryan gosling la la lane yes kind of exactly N- now it would be problematic like stop stay away from the right, right. At, uh, at, at the time all right so they gave you your 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 jazz fixes they gave us our jazz fix <laughs> our blues nice. fix over there totally but yeah this uh, uh yeah this this roma is also i found like aesthetically uh perfect <laughs> well they kept a lot of the original building but then there was also some roman columns right uh, like yeah, yeah. The entrance, yeah. it's like weird there's it's, it's an like old... two styles mushed together it somehow looks smaller than womp hoppers but i don't think that's right womp hoppers womp hoppers this is, the, <laughs> yeah. this is the, the photo of that restaurant is something i would like just stare at for a for full 60 seconds just to like take me back to that time sure and it reminds me of how like it's the kind of it's a lot like I, I took a trip to a a, a, a mall in Tor- outside of Toronto where uh, Mean Girls was shot, any, like any of the mall scenes in Mean Girls, and I it's so locked in time, like perfect of the of this dull late eighties aesthetic. And I showed right after I'd been I, I, our friend uh, Danny Jelinek. I showed photos of this mall, and he was I showed him like four or five, and he was like. I don't know what you're showing me. I don't know why these are <laughs> photographs worth being redisplayed. Like I don't yeah. know what you're seeing, uh, and I don't blame him. I don't. Yeah. But do you do you know what I'm with, in, with this photo? That logo, that sign. Well, I you're you uh, you actually went to this place too. I did, yes. So, so that that's another added, added element. It's but, my Schomburg but Mall. But I this is a, I think what you're actually describing is what I was talking about on the Pleasure Island episode, where mm-hmm. I was reading through people's memories and looking at their photos of it. I have obviously some memories mm-hmm. of Pleasure Island too, but I didn't live my teenage years there or my early twenties there. But by the end of it, I had this deep nostalgia for a place that I never was. Wow. Yeah. I I, yeah. I felt I was living right. the this youth that these people had had and they were also like they loved it and you could mm-hmm. feel it with reading their writing and looking at the photos. So it's like the same thing what you're describing. I think it's similar. There's a yeah. similar thing of like it reminds you of a place and it's like it's probably really just we're like remembering being a kid or like it's, that's really it's all tied it is. up in that though I bet there was less of a culture surrounding the Tony Romas yeah. <laughs> if I had to guess uh, uh, but slightly like, but less Pleasure Island seems like it had a big culture all that like the knots and Disney dance clubs seemed yes. like yeah. they had it and people like yeah, these Facebook groups are crucial for everybody like pooling their memories and 
uh, there's, yeah. there's real community in these theme park places. Um, you're mentioning this is a quick Universal Studios, but off of movies. But I remember this this time um, I was in middle school and we went to the uh, uh, the movie theater, like the the Universal, like the AMC there or whatever. This was mm-hmm. one of the first times I went. Like I was, I don't know, maybe like like 13 or something like that. Um, we went with a group. My crush, Ariel Fortune, sat next to me. Uh, and I was so floored. And I, got, I was wow. so fucking nervous that she sat next to me. So you would say Fortune favored you that night? <laughs> <laughs> favored the whole. <laughs> nothing, nothing from that. You make me weak. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, Fortune favored me. Air Fortune sat next to me. I got a large, like, like Mr. Pib or something like that, or like uh, Dr. Pepper or whatever. I put it in my seat. Before the movie starts, Ariel turns to me. She goes, oh, like, uh, uh, can I have some of your soda? And I just panic and I just go, it's empty. But it wasn't empty. It was completely full. It was completely full. And so I just didn't touch it the entire movie. I don't know why I panicked. I just said no. Oh, no. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. But yeah, and then at the end of the, she watched me as I picked up a clearly a full. Oh. <laughs> threw it entirely away. Nick, that's actually a very alpha move. And you really could have turned that. You really could have turned that into something. <laughs> if, I just, if I not like lied, just bizarrely lied and denied both of said if i just said no that would have been oh man <laughs> you could have you could have been married wait ariel fortune yes, ariel fortune yeah in yeah. an alternate universe yes. you're married to ariel fortune uh, <laughs> uh touring the country in uh yeah uh low rent trumpet clubs that's right <laughs> tempted, right. tempted by trumpet heads left and right yes, tempted yes. by gr- trumpet groupies please I, I can't i have ariel at home yeah <laughs> you're, or you're just in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I know I'm passable at the trumpet, but right. I can't. Right. I cheat on her once. I come home. I'm just a little quieter. <laughs> <laughs> How was your trip? Good. Fun, yeah. Nice. It was good. I'm not the right home now. It'd be yeah. selfish to tell her. That's what you learned from the guys on the road. That's what I learned from the guys on the road. That's the road this ice storm cometh yeah. drama that's playing out with your other life um, well uh, you know what wasn't in the cards for you with with your trumpet career was being a country star yeah. country star uh, probably not... the uh, most interesting in my mind restaurant okay, uh, what to do you, occupy what do you know about country star so country star and and we alluded to this very early on in this series, Country Star was the attempt to make a Planet Hollywood-esque Hard Rock Cafe-esque restaurant solely focused on country music, which mm-hmm. is very funny because at the same time, there is right across from it, which we'll get to later, the Marvel Mania restaurant, mm-hmm. which was an attempt to make a Hard Rock-esque restaurant mm-hmm. based on the Marvel Comics properties. Mm-hmm. Uh, country Star was owned by a number of famous country musicians. Does someone have the list? I do in right front here. Of them? Yeah, country music superstars including Vince Gill, Winona Judd, Reba McIntyre, and TV hosts Lorraine Crook and Charlie Chase. I know oh. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you do wait. So that's pop dead, culture though. before you were. Yes. Oh, okay. Because they've been, so they've been popular death. so long. They're putting yeah. the clues together, Michael. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? You 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 know Garth Brooks, right? Uh, oh well. Yeah, he was before your t- and, but and Chris Gaines. Oh, you do. You did get to experience. I met him as Chris Gaines. Oh, okay. You went. You went back the and other then way. I taught him as Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Gaines. I would like if in a little wing of the Country Star Cafe there was like the Chris Gaines Blue Room. It's a little like sad. You have 
before. I, I request that ahead of time on your reservation. <laughs> Country Star to me, the outside of the building is nearly not rec- it's unrecognizable because they built giant facades that look like jukeboxes in front of it. Oh, which yeah. I don't necessarily associate with country music. Yeah. Well, it's like doo-wop. That might be like kind of more get, of like yeah, a giant rock. I, I yeah. think of it as like uh, yeah, Johnny Rockets American Graffiti, mm. like the the 50s that didn't really exist, but we ima- in our imagination <laughs> it did. Mm. They had a roadhouse. They probably had a jukebox, though. I guess that's true. That being said, yeah. the old the the wop hopper hopper <laughs> wop hoppers <laughs> looks like it could be country star. They're, yeah, like that actually looks more probably like what you would think. They went they went backwards and not not to jump ahead, but then they removed the jukeboxes for Saddle Ranch, right. and it just went back to being a rusted out shack. So what was the point of this? It's weird. Um, I wish this. I wish I went to this because I don't know if you have this over on your thing. Uh, they had a menu that's fantastic. Uh, they don't have the full one here, but for instance, you could get Reba McIntyre's garden vegetable pasta, or mm. one known as Hickory smoked chicken. Very clever name. Or the Vince Gill cheeseburger. <laughs> Vince Gill cheeseburger. <laughs> you know, like that. That is what I want from one of these restaurants. Clever like, sounding cheeseburger names will come up again on this episode. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, last hour. But I think. Hard Rock seems to have less of that. They think they used to a little more, but you don't get like the Joe Perry macaroni or something. Mm-hmm. But that's what I want. I, I want everything named. There's a few, I think. I, every now and then, I feel like they 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 have a seasonal met, like that's the quarterly menu or right. something, where it's just like pit bull spicy chicken wings. <laughs> there was a what is the rest? There was a restaurant, Mr. Worldwide's Wide Mouth Club. <laughs> <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Oh, man. I want to have that now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's uh, one of my great theme park regrets when I was in Orlando last year is not buying the limited edition Pitbull Mr. Worldwide t-shirt that was only (laughs) being sold at Hard Rock Orlando. (laughs) Did you have you seen the video classic comedy clip of Pitbull and Jimmy Fallon playing uh, giant beer pong while the God. while mm-hmm. the Sims outside of Moe's while the, all the Simpsons characters, including the Simpsons and Sideshow Bob, standing next to each other, all cheer him on, <laughs> um, and it opens with this great little like skit in in Moe's like you're Mr. Worldwide, huh? Well, I bet you can't do beer pong though. No, that's where you're wrong. All right, let's do it. <laughs> it's the most, yeah, that's that's it's the most mumbled sketch I've yeah. ever seen. I know we still have a year plus left, but I feel like that's going to be the most representative uh, piece of 2010's culture. Is <laughs> <laughs> Pitbull and Jimmy Fallon playing giant beer pong while the <laughs> silent cast of The Simpsons <laughs> raise their on. arms? Yeah, raise their <laughs> while Gil the salesman. <laughs> 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 no, Gilda Salesman became president. <laughs> uh, at this country star, they have they would have like the the outfits worn by your favorite country super. Did you ever go? By the way, Neither no, I no. missed this. No. Do you remember it even being there? I, I think I might vaguely rem- remember that. Yeah, 
Um, but you could, uh, there was a monitor uh, that you could touch and you could choose between reading a biography of the star, listening to an interview, or watching the music video mm-hmm. that the clothes were worn in. Biography, please! <laughs> Jeremy, we're being seated, let's go! I want to read about the Judd family! Jeremy, I... The first family of country music! How many music. pages is this? How many... <laughs> Uh, man, this and the premiere was or the, the opening of this restaurant was attended by Loretta Lynn, Charlie Pride, Hoyt Axton, Diamond Rio, Wayne Gretzky, and Little Richard. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. You, you know so. what? That, wait, that reminds me. We didn't have time. We somehow missed this in the Tony Roma's episode. But there was. Let me see, let me try to pull this fact up. That, that uh, the. The, the, when it was a Tony Roma's, there was an event that was like there was a there was a rib eating uh, contest that happened up here. Just while we're talking celebrities in this location, uh, I'm really glad I could go backwards and fit this in. Uh, uh, in this Tony Roma's, this the fifth annual celebrity rib eating contest. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, um, hopefully, we all together can participate in the uh, the next one the, the 31st yeah, or yeah. whatever yeah whenever they do it again. I, promise. <laughs> what? I promise to hold a rib contest if you say oh phone. yay man we're, we have so many incentives to give you what you want on the other side of the space bridge daddy yankee will serve you ribs <laughs> <laughs> and we can wipe up the sauce with the Pope's robes. Yes. Um, he doesn't mind. The 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 winners, if you were wondering, of the celebrity rebeating contest uh, were five stand-up comedians: uh, Monty Hoffman, Bill Fox, Tom Tanique, Al Cleethan, and Greg Goldman, who together called themselves Comic Rib Leaf. Oh, oh wow. wow. So so many celebrities. So hung it was a out. team. You had it was a rebeating contest, and you had a team. Yes, so it was the, they were the, the team cumulative of five. five. Yeah, how many ribs could a group of five eat? In a nod to comic relief, they also gave the money to a charitable cause, but their their charitable cause was their family court lawyers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> their bankruptcy uh, lawyers yeah. from the stand up bust. <laughs> um, Jason roasting comic rib leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Um, okay, so, and then after uh, Country Star, this became, uh, th- then it became the, the Saddle Ranch, yeah. which is a longtime fixture of the, of the Sunset Strip. Uh, one of the, the sleazy in the best ways locations mm-hmm. uh, on uh, uh, horrifying the house. I don't know if you guys passed by that, but the, oh, the mannequins yeah. are horrifying outside of that. They're just mm-hmm. like, That's they're, right. they're skin, like, they're like weird sallow skin. It's... <laughs> Let's make sure to show it the proper respect. It is called the Saddle Ranch Chop House. <laughs> it is. Um, oh boy, I have one story about this, uh, um, which is I was hanging out on my in my tour guide summer. I was hanging out at the Saddle Ranch one night, and I was new to I was newly twenty one, um, and I was trying drinks I hadn't had, and so I was somewhere where I'd had a mojito, and I thought, that's fun, with some mint, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that's new to me, so I went up to the Saddle Ranch bartender, and I said, uh, I'll have a mojito, please, and he was like, oh yeah, cool, that's good, that's that's real great. Uh, I got news for you, though, buddy, we're drinking man drinks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he rejected my wow. order. Oh. He mocked, which to me, 
a mojito, while sweet, still you can taste the alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. That to me isn't the ultimate example of a uh, like froofy no. girl drink. Also, like when it's hot in the middle of the summer, like that's like, a perfect it'll be drink. So it'll be so sweet on these parsed I'm, lips. I'm sure that's what uh, Hemingway was drinking in cute. Well, that and rum yeah. daiquiris and yeah, you could uh, easily kill yourself with mojitos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm upset. I remember ordering like a vodka cranberry, and my friends were like, "A red drink." We don't have don't drink, don't order something with like a bright color. <laughs> That's not what you do. That's not what a man does. This and I was, was like really. This was your origin story. As ever yeah. since then, you've only drank the brightest color yeah, drinks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I scan the menu for the most neon color, the most unnatural <laughs> color, and then I want to drink as much of it as possible. If it has five of the colors, even mm-hmm. that is That's the, true. That is the best. Uh, yeah, good for you. Fuck those guys and yeah. fuck this bartender yeah. and fuck. Sinatra, uh, and yeah. then sorry to the person who complained in the iTunes reviews that we swear too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I never went to Saddle Ranch, but I feel like it was a few years living out here until I realized because my knowledge of it was that it's where people went in West Hollywood to get fucked up, and I didn't really have a bearing on the one at Universal City. I don't think it was still family was out visiting. They're like. Oh, we could go to this barbecue place. Like, we were up there, and we ended up somewhere else anyway. But I feel like it was a while before I realized, like, other than the name Chop House in the title, that it's like, oh, they have food. You can eat there. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't think I had ever... And then I remember in the last few years of Saddle Ranch, they had a lot of signs about, like, weekend brunch. <laughs> Come have brunch at Saddle Ranch. The, yeah, I, the, the one on Sunset, I think a lot of people... Like I had, there was people that moved out here that I think have not have maybe moved back since that I knew, and they would be at like Saddle Ranch on Sunset every week, wow, like once a week or something. That was the place. Which I think I guess I've been there once on Sunset. The one at Universal I've only went to once, and it was after Avengers: Age of Ultron, and the writing was on the wall for Saddle Ranch <laughs> because there was no one there. The mechanical bull was not working, oh, or it was not on. They didn't plug it in, maybe. And it was like, that was actually the first time I had been in that one. And you were like, there are over 30 empty rooms in this establishment. Jesus. So many. So many rooms. They were not filling that space like old Womp Hopper. Yeah. They weren't. They didn't have many a wagon to wheel and deal. And Saddle Ranch, the biggest problem is that there was no character, you know, to represent it. There was no J.H. Yeah. J. Saddle. Grandpa. <laughs> Mr. J.H. Saddle. Oh, that was a... No, Grandpa. Oh, oh Swamp Hopper. Somebody yeah, yeah. like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But if they had had a whimsical bearded character that that guy, uh, what's his name, Ron, could play. Yeah. yeah. Deserted. Yeah. Deserted. Where I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep quiet. Deserted. Oh. Oh, you, oh wait. So in the, in the time when it was doing bad, that was okay for you because there was a free room yes. mm-hmm. uh, that you could use. For nice and quiet. You tried doing that at the John Lovitz Comedy Club, but there was just so much laughter. It was too loud. <laughs> too loud. Too loud. Sides hurt. <laughs> um, I mean, is that what we have to say about the Saddle Ranch? I think. Did you have a wild night there with your Universal employee? No, friends? it was no. No, I'm, I Never. got disheartened when the that when my drink did, choice was complained did about. Did that change you? Were you then self conscious going forward in the next couple of years of ordering a mojito or a mojito or not beer or not whiskey or something? I'm not sure I've 
ever had a mojito since then. So, oh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, mojitos delicious. delicious. Yeah, I so. know. I re- was really liking the drink, and now wow. that guy is like over my head like a specter going tisk tisk. This answers a big audience question, which is why doesn't Scott drink mojitos? <laughs> yeah, you've so all now, wondering. Yes. We had a breakthrough we here. Had a breakthrough so now, what we know we have to do is we have to go to Disneyland. We have to get you nice and loaded on mojitos, <laughs> and then we go on every launch every coaster launch. and Splash Mountain, yep, and conquer it all in one on one day. Um, I think I think they'll help. I think the mojitos mm-hmm. will give me strength, just as completion of sectors does the sector keeper, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully like a, like a one-to-one equivalent. <laughs> Hopefully, like, no, like, Captain Hook comes up and sees you with the mojito when he points and you have, like, a flashback or something. Well, if it was my most feared character, the big bad wolf with the big dangly tongue, then I would never get on a ride or drink a mojito again. He's not in California Adventure, at least right now, so you're only going to probably run into, like, the Incredibles, which they don't care if you have a mojito. (laughs) Yeah, they're chill. Dash just doesn't care. (laughs) Edna Mode could maybe sort of like give you like a tisk tisk or something. Yeah, she'll put you on blast. Luxo the lamp will shake its lamp head and the light will <laughs> <laughs> just go across your face. I don't want the walk around look. So. It's kind of ambiguous but Scott takes it very personally. No, no, it's at me! No, the light! The, the light sign. is at me! I think it was stationary. I don't think it moved at all. No, no, I, no. I can't go on this quick launch. Just don't bring it into the, the pre-show for Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, no. What's that drink you're drinking there? <laughs> Is that a mojito? Hey. You better not bring that on the gantry lift. I, I may be a raccoon, but even I know that ain't a man drink. Yeah, we drink a man drink. <laughs> Scott um, foiled from having a nice summer by toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah. It's around uh, every corner. All right, um, well, let's, uh, let's uh, talk about the... Oh, do you have well, I, what I want to hit before we get yes, oh, uh, he's sick. I think. <laughs> oh. Go ahead. <laughs> I think we're all moving it along. We're all trying to, but really, because I know we're we have a lot to say about the the final topic. But I want to say really fast first that the st- the the area. The, the, the restaurant venue that that this thing moved into was initially built to be something called Victoria Station. Yes. Uh, I want to make sure we hit Victoria Station. Uh, um, uh, Which, it, it kind of gave me some more perspective on the the creation of City Walk. Be- besides... besides uh, Victoria Station, which was like a trolley station themed restaurant that you could take a little trolley to from the oh, parking, parking lot. lot. It took you up the hill. It took a you train. up the hill. Oh. So that was there. And then uh, uh, there was also that Chinese restaurant. Uh, oh, we haven't hit, which there. I forget we haven't, the name of. I forget the name of. Uh, which uh, I asked my dad if today if he had any City Walk memories I should share, which is where I remembered like them going to Toto or whatever. And he said, oh, yeah, well, I did go to that Chinese restaurant, which was real nice. But I remember, but uh, we were leaving there one time, and, uh, and my mom fell. Oh. Oh. You have all these traumatic family stories yeah. attached to restaurant no, my locations. My dad's dad uh, had a heart attack in a in a in a what became a Bubba Gump, and my dad's mom tripped and fell outside of the, oh, the Chinese geez. restaurant. My dad is cursed when it comes to chains. That's why that's, that's must buy, That's why he sticks with Applebee's and Applebee's only. So so Victoria Station, the Chinese restaurant, Wampompers, a movie theater. Poppers. So there's almost. 
I got, I'm never going to say it right. I don't know why. I got in my head reading about it that there was an M in there and had it wrong in my notes. It's like um, flop, flop Glopple from the, the E.T. character Flop Glopple from the E.T. I'm ride. I'm probably thinking of the Flop Glopple. Yeah, you're confusing Womp Hompers and Flop Glopple. So there's all these disparate uh, businesses scattered around. Not that close to each other. Not that close to each other. And it took them years to think like, nah, maybe we should put up a pathway and some signs and a mm. couple others Maybe things people up here. shouldn't just be climbing unpaved hills to get to these different uh, yeah. restaurants. But I do think, I think City Walk Circa, or what pre-City Walk Circa 82 or whatever would have been my jam because... Uh, uh, Womp Poppers seems great to me. Yeah. The Chinese restaurant looks beautiful. It was sitting there like unoccupied for decades, and now they're building a hotel there. Mm-hmm. But it was like it was uh, uh, beautiful from the outside. Yeah. And then and then Victoria Station, which I didn't go to, but my wife went to, and I texted her if she had any memories, and she she, she said it was the epitome of elegance in my six year old <laughs> eyes. <laughs> she loved Victoria oh Station. Wow. Uh, um, and, and apparently Victoria oh. Station, an extremely popular chain all over the country and in Canada, <laughs> and the, specifically the Universal location, their most uh, popular location, and at, at one point, one of the highest grossing restaurants in the country. Wow. It was a, a train-themed restaurant in general, as he says. You could eat in a train car. Uh, Aaron swears that it was superior to uh, fellow LA chain er, chain tra- train chain uh, uh, Carney's, which is also a train mm-hmm. restaurant. <laughs> so the king of the train chains. Uh, um, other than that, I don't know much about it. Other than I watched an ad, and the the prime rib looks amazing. Uh, the shrimp Victoria. Looks Whoa, divine. Cool. I bet they had excellent mojitos. Mm. And uh, Johnny Cash sang in their ads. And get ready to gasp, guys. At, at, at No matter what you ordered at the end of the meal, a free mini rainbow sherbet ice cream mm. on a mini cone. Oh, I mean, uh, what, yeah. what else would you want? Well, could Heaven. you have Toby Keith kebabs? <laughs> <laughs> All right. There was one All thing right, you yeah. didn't have. Uh, uh, every restaurant has something to bring to the table. So, wait, so at one point there were two train themed restaurants. Was, was Car- was Carney's with that at that same time? Yeah. yeah. And there were multiple. There was another. There was a well, Carney's on Sunset, yeah. too. And, was, yeah. and, and you probably grew up near the other Carney's, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you mm-hmm. fond of that? Uh, uh, it was fine. <laughs> As a kid, I was like, this is fine. Well, don't forget the, the two same. dining cars, the uh, Pacific Dining Car restaurants in LA. Oh, yeah. What? Why don't maybe I didn't go to those? Oh, they're still around. Yeah, it's like oh. a twenty-four-hour steakhouse. There's mm-hmm. one downtown. Oh I think there's oh, one in Santa Monica. Let's and of go. course, coal mongers, my favorite. <laughs> 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 Order that black lung hot fudge sundae. They make it with chocolate ice cream and chocolate whipped cream, so everything's dark. The, the, the thing about Victoria Station that for why why was this of interest to me? But it still is the idea that there could be a restaurant that you could enter from the park or from outside mm-hmm. the park. Mm. Why can you give me any reason why that's why I find that interesting? <laughs> but I do. <laughs> well, and anything like that. I remember thinking, "Oh, so you'd be able to like the Rainforest Cafe outside Animal Kingdom. Oh, you can go inside or outside." That's not interesting. Why do I think that's interesting? Because the I think as a kid, the walls of a theme park uh, truly feel like you're going into another dimension. Mm. So the idea that you there are. was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. astral planes yeah, that there's stuff. some transparency that you right. can see through the facade. So you know, like, oh, we get a ticket and then I go through the turnstile. But the idea that, like, you would be, it would be, like, almost like being in two states at once. 
Oh yeah, being in four corners. Four corners oh, of the state. Like that, the four I think states. that's sort of you're like, oh, I'm I'm in the park, but I'm not in the park. Thank you. Yeah. That was it's a succinct. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Perfect yes. way to put that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It is interesting. A liminal but, space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, With its zombies are neither neither dead nor alive. <laughs> and like, also, uh, that's much like my life. Yeah, oh, yeah. Life. you're trapped in a Marvel yeah. Mania Victoria Station esque situation, yeah. Yeah, which right. is also a little bit like Tom Hanks in the Terminal. My Mm -hmm. selected movie for the CityWalk movie meal deal. The Terminal... Oh, you'll you'll get oh, there. I know right now you are terminal, but soon you Man, will. You got terminal to, to get term- caught up with. You have Larry Crown yeah. to get caught up <laughs> So many great Hankses, and of course Forrest Gump, the, yes. which inspired yeah. the, the your uh, the restaurant in your home. We're gonna have a lot yes. to talk about. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you have a beautiful life once you're free, but the only way to get and, you free is to keep plowing ahead. So yeah. let's get into yes, it. You're giving a fellow, me great strength. A fellow astral plane splitting restaurant. Mm-hmm. The, Feel the, free, gentlemen. What replaced Victoria's Station? Probably the maybe the main one of the main theme park things. I am sad I didn't get to go to mm-hmm. the Marvel Mania restaurant. Yes. And it, you're yes. here for a very specific reason. That's you right. told me this offhand mm-hmm. at an event. <laughs> I think we had like scribbled down like oh yeah we should mention Marvel Mania in that sector right, right. stuff that's not there and anymore and you <laughs> it, you when I said we were doing City Walk yeah you told us that you had direct experience with yes, Marvel Mania. Yes, I had Mania. my 12th birthday party. My twin brother and I had wow. our 12th birthday 12th party birthday. at Marvel Mania, which was open for like a year. So we were maybe, yes. maybe there were maybe like 15 kids on Earth who were saying this. <laughs> Whoa. Right wow. Yes, but yeah, we, we, yeah we, we went, we gathered a group of friends. Uh, uh, we, went, we went to Marvel Mania. It was incredible. I had, I had, wow. I had, I had a fucking blast. That's amazing. Now, and, my, and, oh, sorry, well, I was going to say, my, uh, uh, my wife was on and she talked about her... I forget maybe eleventh birthday at mm-hmm. Wizards at the Magic mm-hmm. Club, uh, uh, and which sounded like a, an ideal, uh, uh, you know, uh, middle school age birthday. Right. But I would like I'd, I'd like to hear more details about yours. I'd like you to one up my wife as much Great. as uh, possible. Uh, let me ask you this: Did Storm serve your wife? <sighs> I mean, a, wi- uh, a, a, a wizard came no. by the table. What about a weather but... wizard? <laughs> Storm served us. We were fucking stoked. Um, uh, um, they're uh, one of the things I remember. They were just like a t- they, for some reason they really thought that comic books meant like cryo chambers. So there were just like a mm. ton of these like cryogenic <laughs> like everywhere. There were just a ton of them. They housed fake memorabilia. I think again like kind of like Hard Rock Cafe inspired. But unfortunately, Marvel is in a fictional universe, and so they, they yeah. be like Thor's hammer. No, it's not. This is this is that's <laughs> yeah. not. It, but they, but it was, it was with the same reverence as if it was right. that like oh. like the the Avengers like like. Like the Avengers signed their um, uh, their agreement to become the Avengers. That was like displayed as if it was. Yeah, <laughs> they, they all signed a contract. Yeah, there was a contract. There. there was like the five points that they agreed to. Hulk signed his signature. Looks like shit. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Each other's uh, positions and yeah. how many yeah. points on the it's back. Like, it's kind wow. of like that, yeah, but that was displayed. Um, uh, and here's the thing. You know, one of the things that I think when when people think about Marvel now, they probably think about the cinematic universe and it was and how hugely successful. When I think of Marvel, I think of I just instantly think of a trillion dollars i think of what the, the pile would look like but this was at the time where it was like this where marvel this is was not bankruptcy marvel. marvel yes this, this is, is two years before x-men which is their first big like movie yeah and that's yeah. yeah 
And this is, yeah, they thought this was, they started a restaurant division. They thought this was going to be <laughs> yes. a big hit. Uh, we talked a little about this, I think, on, on the Twister episode. But when Islands of Adventure was sending out preview stuff about, like, Islands of Adventure is opening, City Walk is opening in Orlando, three hotels. One of the restaurants named was Marvel Mania, and mm-hmm. it never happened. It right. never got built there. This was the only one ever built. It was open for, like, a year yes. and a half. Like, yes. it, it kind of limped across the mm-hmm. over-the-year mm-hmm. line. And it is... Yeah, it's bankruptcy era Marvel, and and Mike and I, I, I this was for me. Well, were you Nick? Were you a big Marvel yes, comics fan? Definitely, well? we were, we okay. were reading. I loved. Uh, this is like a deep cut, but Maverick was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh um, yeah, uh, uh, he was like uh, uh, kind of in the Wolverine kind of Weapon X yeah. universe. Uh, um, uh, uh, but yeah, we were we were definitely reading a ton of them. I remember one of my uh, um, first memories. I remember I wanted to buy stock in Marvel at oh, that time. Yeah. Oh. I was a kid. I was like, you know, I was like a kid, but I had some money. I was, and, and my my grandparents said like invested and so uh, I'd, I'd mentioned that to my grandpa and my grandpa had, had set, did a bunch of research and was and wrote and, and sent me a letter that said you cannot do this <laughs> it was marvelous I mean so, if you had held so on to it for 20 years if I held on to years. it for 20 years it would have been insane uh, yeah this <laughs> is wow. also around the time when like Stan Lee was talking to Michael Jackson about possibly buying Marvel yeah, there together. there was a whole thing, what? yeah, where they, because Stanley never owned Marvel. He was always work for hire, but there was, like, they were going to dig together, and I'm sure with, like, mysterious sheiks, like, pool together all their money and buy Marvel. Like, there's, Marvel is such a bizarre yeah. history. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. And, like, all of a sudden it I, became this, yeah, but it was never, like, because Warner Brothers owned DC for so long, but mm-hmm. Marvel was floating around and then was owned by Toy Biz for a while, to, yeah. which rescued it from Toy bankruptcy. Toy Biz was, like, who Marvel hired to make their toys and then mm-hmm. Toy Biz outpaced them and fought <laughs> yes. Marvel and the, the lamprey still hanging on is Ike Perlmutter yes. who owns Marvel mm. uh, he's a gr- great friend of Donald Trump yep mm. one, of the, one of the CEOs who loves being with Trump and the only there's only two photos of Mr. Ike Perlmutter that exist <laughs> one from either like the late the early 80s late 70s and one with Trump at Mar-a-Lago from a year ago Whoa. The only like two oh, photos you can yeah. find of so when that surfaced, then you're like, oh my god, there's a he exists and he's there. Yes, yeah, wow. he's, he loves he's Trump. A, they get along very well. Notorious like piece of shit. Uh, yes, famous for saying like, we're not making girl superhero action figures. Girls don't like superhero. Like yeah. girls don't buy this. Like, huh. um, yeah. So that's by the way, just as a little segue there. That that philosophy comes through on the menu when, when you know when we <laughs> dig into the menu because there's so many like you know obviously they wanted to appeal to everyone but you know you've got like uh, um, uh, you know Ghost Rider's ribs. That's a good. One. I think that's a good <laughs> themed connection. But then you can see you have Storm's Hurricane Shrimp. Okay, uh, but then you can see they've run out instantly. Run out of like women superheroes. Mm. So then it goes to Mary Jane's roasted herb chicken, and then and then like like you know Aunt May's like like they they're just. Dumb. Like you know, like you could just see Aunt, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like May has. Where was it? A soup, I think. Yeah. Aunt oh God. Super Aunt they, May has. I look. There's. I have nine windows. I should have consolidated this. Nine windows open with different parts of the menu. Yes. Yes. So much and, and different types of menus. It looks like they cycled out of like what the menu was for. Like they had mm-hmm. one that looked more like a comic, and then they had one that looked more yeah. like. I think there was a take home one. So I had the adult menu, the kids menu, and then I think there was a second generation of the menu where they tried to make it a little nicer look. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is such an odd time. This is also wet after the bubble burst on the comic boom right. of the 90s. Right. And like after Stan uh, Jim Lee had left the company, after mm-hmm. all the image founders 
uh, went and started their own company. So yes. Marvel lost like a lot of A-list artists. Jim Lee. Jim yeah. Lee. I mean, I think there's some great like there is it's very funny because this is kind of like there's some standard marvel house style in this but then the the pages of the menu with the x-men are clearly like the carlos pacheco drawings of the time mm-hmm, and there's mm-hmm. some like chris Boccolo and so there's like some are you sure that's not mike waringo art <laughs> of the x-men of the x-men i don't did waringo draw the x-men i don't know but that looks a lot like a waringo style to me more than a pacheco. i'm, I'm looking, oh, at looking, looking at a different page i'm looking at a different page see if i think it's pacheco this is yeah, just the way he drew. Oh, that does look like Pacheco. Yeah. You're right. I, I, Jason, I apologize. Uh, I finally know what it would be like for a regular person to listen to any episode <laughs> of this podcast. Classic uh, boys, classic, classic boys. <laughs> but then there's some very weird choices. So it's yes. like very like late '90s Marvel art style mm-hmm. and coloring. But the drink page looks like the letter columns of the 1980s. Like this was like what they would where they would print letters and print yeah. like check out this other book uh, uh featuring the characters you right, like right like it's kind of a you you could get dom Perignon, you could get a bottle of dom <laughs> <laughs> at marvel Scott's in. Damn, it's probably man, my back. favorite detail oh um, what's it costing you uh bottle of dom Unlisted? is uh a uh, hundred and forty dollars well, that's oh not a bad book what, price for, on the for 90, scale. 97, uh, who are you trying to impress? Who, who the fuck are you impressing at that table at Marvel Mania? You're trying to impress the woman playing Storm. Yeah. <laughs> Garcon, Garcon. Garcon. Do you have to, another thing about the drink menu, all the like section headers have an ex, exclamation point at the end. So it says like, <laughs> domestic bottle beer. Yeah, yeah. That's right. They, they thought, they really did. The, whoever designed it thought that comic books just meant they loved fucking word bubbles. Yes. It, it, was, it was plastered in the fucking things. Yeah. I remember the gift, the gift shop, by the way, the word bubbles just said Marvel stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, and then exclamation points. Yeah, it was those two things. And, and they brag about like giant screens to watch Marvel TV and mm-hmm. movies on. But at the time, that meant the cartoon The cartoon block. X-Men, yes. And yes. the yeah. cartoon X-Men and... So instead of sporting events, there's many TVs devoted to just looping. No, Marvel. I fucking loved it. Do you have the shot list and the martini list over here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, the negative zone. Trade off. Have fun with it. They were it. called web shooters, first of all, when you would get a small shot. Cool. <laughs> Pretty which good. Is, which now I think would, they would not do that because they don't want like kids, yeah. kid-friendly characters associated no, with liquor. They want the kids ordering ice slides, which are their yes. like smoothies, alcohol-free smoothies. Um, but the web shooters, you could get a Gamma Slamma. <laughs> you could get a Clobber in Time. You could get an Adrenaline Shot. You could get a Nuclear Waste. Or you could get a Dimension Distorter. Whoa. And they were all in a take-home glass. Um, and this is, I mean, this truly, as I'm reading it, is just the, my favorite I restaurant I've never been. Unless I missed it, they, there should have been, like, one of those bowl, fishbowl drinks that you get, like, four straws in called the Ultimate Nullifier. <laughs> which is like Great or the idea. cosmic cube like something to get you messed up oh like one God. of the deus ex machinas from uh, marvel comics where it's like they also yeah i love the idea of a tram driver just like kind of just like just had a fucked up day and he goes you know like it's the it's the closest place and you're just like yeah 
<sighs> Gamma Slamma. <laughs> just, like, just like a real sad. <laughs> Tommy, are you sure you know what Gamma. happened last time? Fuck, yeah, all right, you fucking hero, Gamma Slamma. The, <laughs> the manager of the place should have been Uatu the Watcher. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't interfere. It's somebody he can't, cannot that's interfere. Why that's why he has someone go do it. But he's just sort of like the pit boss of the yeah. whole thing. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll bring you to. You know what Uatu's going to fucking say? He's going to say, just let him do it. And then, and then like somebody has to audition for Uatu, and it's like, you got to shave your head, though. Fuck like it's, they're not gonna let you wear a ball oh cap my but God. Like, i don't know it's worth it for the visibility yeah there's some uh, a very 90s detail to me uh the of like the the milkshake flavors and ice cream and desserts there's a lot of butterfinger crap yeah butterfinger yeah, yeah. crunch uh is is kind of everywhere on this menu blast stars ballistic very... butterfinger bread pudding <laughs> that's also when you're getting to blast star when yeah. you get into the fantastic four villain blast yeah, star you're scraping the bottom of the barrel um, there's mi- some obscure ones it's swordsman i think is in here oh oh there's also the two-gun kit cheeseburger to me is going to be i'm we're thinking it's going to be like wolverine or like it's going right. to be there's a heavy hitter it's like two gun kid or something that's bizarre. Know. well that's because they needed to distinguish between cap's battle burger which I is got, on the kids there menu. it is there's yeah, yeah. Um, and the, they also have vince gill's cheeseburger <laughs> yeah yeah that seemed very creative uh, uh, this is my favorite this is my yeah, favorite of the, of the menu this, this is a, on the dessert menu it just sounds like absolute shit the, uh the fin fang foom fruit fa- fajitas yeah whoa Oh. Uh, fresh fruit sizzling in a vanilla rum sauce served with oh. chocolate tortillas, <laughs> vanilla ice cream, and lots of yummy condiments. <laughs> yeah, those delicious dessert condiments. <laughs> they don't even specify no. what the condiments are. No. Last meal. <laughs> Last meal. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's very much a tour de force, too, of like 90s food. I mean, Blastar's yeah. Ballistic Butterfinger Bread Pudding. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we really recently up at city walk i had a delicious banana bread pudding at margaritaville but the idea of taking bread pudding and just cramming a bunch Butterf- of butterfinger yes. in it <laughs> yeah butterfinger was huge i mean like simpsons cross yeah. like it was like like yeah. like, like, uh, like butterfinger bb's no one better leave finger on my butterfinger bb's well, the uh the, the what i was talking about earlier the michael ringo drawn menu i'm looking at yeah. um uh it says here it's like so it looks like a comic book and it says at the top, absolutely no broccoli, spinach, or squash on this menu. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the kids, kids menu. Kids love that. Kids love it. Yeah. But then, and, and so, like, oh, Mighty Mutant Macaroni and Cheese and the X-Men, specifically the gold team, X-Men gold team members. That makes sense to me. The Champions Cheese Pizza. The Champions was, like, a obscure, like team with Ghost Rider and Iceman and Black Widow and Hercules. what, What was the gold team on? The gold team is on the mac and cheese. Oh, because the blue X-Men, Uncanny X-Men blue team is Uncanny X-Pasta. Yes. Mm. And that's clearly Gambit, Rogue, Beast, Cyclops, the classic blue team yes. from the 90s. Nick, you know what I'm talking Without about. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and then you have the Defenders Tenders, which is Doctor <laughs> cool. Strange, yeah. Silver Surfer, Hulk, Namor. These are also like B-list teams the from the, the... Even, especially, yeah. the Champions holds the distinction, I think, of being the first Los Angeles Marvel superhero team. The Champions right. were based out of LA so I kind of get that they have the dare dog 
That sucks. <laughs> I mean, that name just sucks. This also, this this menu is the I hadn't had it in front of me till now. It's the it's the busiest it's so, thing I've yeah, ever there's seen. There's ten different menus. <laughs> yeah. There's multiple menus. And this was open for a year, so they must have just turned them over so fast. Right. I think they were letting you take home some of them because I found a lot of people like because <laughs> it looked like, like a comic book. <laughs> we is need there one left in photocopy? Stan Lee is on the cover of the kids menu in a top hat. This was a thing. <laughs> Yeah. In the in the little uh, corner box on Marvel Comics for a while, there would be Stan Lee yes. as like a ringmaster figure. That was also a nod to see a Womp Popper, though, with the top hat. Mm. He does. He does look like Womp Popper. <laughs> yes. Grandpa? No, no. This <laughs> is Stan the man. It's Stan. Yeah. Some of these are so busily drawn. Like some of them have like three items on an entire page just because there's so much happening. Yeah. But then I'm then I pulled up another one where there's I think there's like. 900 words on this menu it's like yeah it boy yeah this is this is headache induced coffee shop supersonic shakes love a drink called love tales hmm i don't even know there, what would that be a reference to i i think that is a marvel romance title oh, yes, from right. the, the 50s maybe um that also should be pointed out the mighty marvel spiceometer uh, and that is how you know how spicy hot uh, yes. spicy stuff is and it's the human torch and he's got a there's one a spark of heat is a little bit of fire mm-hmm. uh, potent is a little more and supernova is full human mm-hmm. fire human torch but I had to keep going back to that meter because like it's so hard to distinguish yes. between yes. like mild and medium right. <laughs> and then right. in, an, in an unreadable font under that a helpful guide to our taste bud tortures <laughs> it, it's like so hard i you can't read it small it's really straining my phone and uh, it only applies to like four menu items like right. it doesn't even come up that much how do you know that it's a sp- oh i'm okay on elsewhere on the appetizer page i see a little blue guy but it's too small to see who he is but he's next to the dish gambit sugar cane shrimp oh my god i didn't oh. even see that where it's are you finding that cane. it's a shrimp served on a sugar what? cane skewer oh, oh i'm missing that one huh. it's underneath the rainbow bridge nachos rainbow bridge. that's oh, different than wow. the space bridge oh, different yes, than the what was it called again the pope the papal space, space bridge space bridge daddy yankee's papal space bridge the gambit thing makes sense because he's from the bayou yes Rainbow yeah. Bridge to me seems like a Sherbert thing. Like, it's crazy course. to spend that on, on fucking nachos is yeah. insane. The Fantastic Four also have two menu items. Yeah. Which they have the Fantastic Fries and they have the Fantastic, where was it? Was it pasta? Mm-hmm. It's like, what? why would they? There's more characters. <laughs> I mean, they're the first family of Marvel Comics. World's greatest comic are, magazine. Jason. I think they've earned two slots. I just Did you guys read Mutant Chicken Wings already? I, 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 I feel like we've been doing this for 19 no, hours. Yeah, so it's also knowing. very funny One that it's I, Mutant Chicken Wings and the Human Torch is next to I it. I feel like mm-hmm. ridiculous. 20% of the menu so <laughs> We're far. not even close. It's, it's my, my favorite. One of my favorites is Submariner's Deep Sea Suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your server for the market price fish. Oh my god, decent <laughs> Fucking incredible. And of course, Doc Ock's Walk. Doc, Doc, Doc Ock's Walk. Doc Ock's Walk because they, <laughs> they used Shang-Chi uh, Chinese tacos and Sunfire Spring Rolls to actual. Mm-hmm. Asian Marvel comics characters. I, so when they got to the walk, yeah, they were they're fucked. like, "Oh, that rhymes with Doc Ock." Yeah. yeah, I'm glad they didn't go with Iron Fist, who's a famously a white guy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Do, do you guys? But we haven't. We've, we're missing the main thing. 
which is what the sandwiches are called. Do you <laughs> know what the sandwiches the are called? Yeah, the thing. Let me... The, the standwiches? They are called standwiches. Oh. Standwiches. Nuff said. <laughs> nope. Nuff and then the word Excelsior. said. Excelsior. All standwiches are served with our marvelous baked potato salad. And <laughs> Clothes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I'm confused um, too, Sector Keeper. <laughs> well, um, I went there for. We were talking about. The, uh, I'm sure, I'm, I must have got one of the sandwiches for my birthday or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was ask you there, was, there was a little bit of, a, of, of drama that happened because I. Um, when they when they would come, so I think maybe because it was our birthday, but they came and they had. They would also. like the There'd be like a, 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 a little like gift basket thing at the end. It was, it was like, a, oh, it was yeah. like a, a bucket full of comic books. You would get that. Um, mm-hmm. I mentioned I loved Maverick, but this was the 90s. And one of the things was if you missed an issue of something, it wasn't super clear you would ever read it at mm. least for me it was like it, it, like I had, sure. th- I had three comic book stores i could go to if it wasn't there i was fucked and that was the case for maverick number four what happened was we we got these these buckets i don't know what the fuck happened but one of my friends wesley got maverick number four in his bucket oh my gosh wow and uh, i was like i could pull rank i had this option that i could pull rank but i was also because of my christian upbringing i would never ask anyone for anything <laughs> i would never do it so i was just staring at this fucking bucket while he just like absentmindedly flipped through it didn't say anything the whole ride home he was sitting next to me i could see it in his fucking bucket didn't say shit i got home and i just cried i just could not oh, ask for this so sad. <laughs> Maverick God, number four, whatever and the you were in an area like la has always had a lot of comic shops yeah, like yeah. that's crazy it, but maverick the thing was i think it was small enough and, yeah, uh, that, that didn't it, run. I remember that, but that book run. didn't run it was for very, a long time. It was, it was time. very small. And it, it just wasn't one that they were going to like keep a huge back. And, and you know, yeah. you might go to, th- you, there, there were back catalogs that you could go through, but it might be like one, six, eight. For right. some reason, I just could not fucking find oh. this, this but issue. Your, your Christian upbringing didn't prevent you from lying to Ariel about the soda. <laughs> See, even in that, I feel like it, that even can be traced back to just like my complete discomfort with any, being around any mm. like, you know, romantic situation. That one's tricky because like, you did yeah. end up lying, which is against Christianity, but it was a situation. Situation yes. where you were, liked a girl, yeah, exactly. which is forbidden. <laughs> but I didn't handicap myself in terms of getting a smooch or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, I did smooch just, myself in my chastity. I'm just no. realizing there's a dessert called Chocolate Carnage, which is the Spider-Man villain <laughs> yes. who is a uh, psychopath serial killer, He's a mass murderer, <laughs> mass murderer. Yeah. Even before he became a super villain, he was a killer yes. in jail, and then a Venom symbiote, a uh, little bit, a symbiote got him and <laughs> is gave Venom him on the menu anywhere or is there's chocolate just because it had a c at the start i guess it was a c yeah that is surprising because venom was a big um, 90s thing it's not even right, like a, saying, i don't yeah, know why yeah. right it, it, it doesn't make visually. sense uh, i'm looking through the video of what you were talking yes Nick, you're talking about the, the different artifacts and i'm gonna what i'm gonna do is i won't say what this artifact is i'm gonna show it to jason and jason's going to announce one of the things you could view on display mm-hmm. at marvel mania <laughs> ah, Namor's famous conch shell. <laughs> what? <laughs> Namor's conch shell. Oh my god! It's a trumpet horn. It's a trumpet. Horn. They hey. just didn't know what was popular. You could just see yeah. like Two Gun Kid was held to the same standard as like Spider Man. They just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a list. They didn't yes. know which was more important. No, it was just alphabetized. I mean, Spider Man, Captain America, and then they probably could have just filled it with the X Men because they mm-hmm. had the most exposure yes. in the 90s yes. absolutely uh which there, is very sad 
sad to think about now oh. that they have taken such a back seat because of right. like corporate dealings until yeah. like Disney owns the movie rights outright then we'll, we'll probably see a renaissance of x-men stuff it's all coming back now because uh, yeah they're good for the fox deal though if this restaurant opened today if mm. it was a pop-up mm. on hollywood boulevard mm-hmm. the line would be 27 hours long <laughs> yes this would be the most popular thing that has ever occurred you could have a job or eat there yeah it would be like you would, yeah. it would you know yeah yeah if you tra- if you did shifts if you traded out with friends yes can you imagine this would be like all that was instagrammed about for the first month right. and a half of opening yeah this this more than any of all the things where we talk about plus it up or whatever or or, or the, an old thing that needs to come back if this were brought back it like it generates as much money as all of the marvel movies do individually <laughs> this is so this is such a killer this needs to occur right. and they probably would update the aesthetic and make it reflect more of the current state of marvel but obviously i sure. would love if yeah i mean um, i don't know the, the thing is and i i hate to say this even but i don't know that that disney would open a tacky restaurant version mm. of this anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Because, like, the only way I think it's going to open is it opens in Disneyland or California Adventure specifically. It can't open in Florida because mm-hmm. of the deals. So, like, Disney controls it. So, we may get, like, a much more theme. We might well, we might dine with Doctor Strange in the Sanctum Sanctorum. There's yes. rumors of a microbrewery <laughs> coming to California Adventure on the Avengers. Oh, is that right? That Well, that's even... The, the, I saw a rumor that, like, because they're opening Marvel stuff in California Adventure, that it will right. be an event. West Coast campus, which includes Whoa. a microbrewery restaurant. <laughs> Whoa! Really? It's there yeah. on site. Can you whisper me so. off, Mike, where you got this rumor? Disney Tourism? Oh, I don't read that. That's a little trustworthy, though, isn't it? A lot more you, than Bumper Pretty reliable. Boys. Yeah. If uh, it's for a Bumper Car good, Boys, good you get instincts. the fuck out of here. Good instincts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll send you the link. I swear we had talked about that. It's fucking um, liars at Bumper Car Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God it's none of them. Uh, um, so, I mean, look, it wasn't the time, and, and I am grossed out by the aesthetic and many of the things mm-hmm. that they have, but you do a Marvel restaurant with puns and stuff today. Get it? You don't. It doesn't even. Now you're saying that the full, like classy Disney version, absolutely, like on the in the parks. But if they did this in that mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell, sure, the I've, bad version of this right. would be yes, it would be amazing, and people would love it. I'm just saying, I don't know that Disney would let it go now. That's my problem. I'm just saying that yeah. they might not even allow that to happen because of the the prestige of the brand. Well, they're letting go of $1 billion, and uh, they're making a big mistake. That's kind of the tragedy of this place, right? It opened kind of like just maybe a year too soon, because I I really do think that those X-Men movies were huge. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It really does seem like it was just like kind of like this poorly timed thing. And the aesthetic of it is obviously still alive Mm -hmm. in Orlando and in the Marvel superhero island at Islands of Adventure. And I hope it never changes. I know. Jason wants it to not change from being a monument to 1996. (laughs) It might not legally uh, be allowed to. Well, there's going to be wheeling and de- wheelings and dealings if the Fox deal goes through with maybe trading things. So who knows? Well, hopefully somewhere in the shuffle. Because I'll say, I think they did a bad job. And t- I wasn't a comic book kid, if I haven't conveyed that. And I remember seeing Marvel Mania in the parks. And I just didn't, no one, they, it, it, nowhere had ever done a good job of letting me know why I should care about any of this. <laughs> and I just saw, like, horrible, gaudy colors, and uh, mm. there was nothing 
luring me in. And yeah, probably mm-hmm. not till X-Men did well, they figure out um, how to reach out to right? the non-comic reader. My favorite thing of some of the walk-around characters, other than like the face characters, look like you'd expect them to look, but like the Iron Man suit uh, in like a display case or if he was walking around was real puffy mm-hmm. like it's, yes. <laughs> it was always so puffy like so like yeah they're muscle guys and they're yeah. puffy that, that toxic masculinity kind of create like you know even the Captain America like he's he's just dis- is disgustingly buffed yeah. out like it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's nuts like it, it was like this whole like Roy like the steroid obsession of these like superheroes where, like the, the pecs that were like <laughs> like past their shoulder you know it was just awful yeah and that it, basically what they did was like oh okay some guys draw them like this so let's make the costumes like this right, but even right. on the menu you can see the different art styles where like some of them clearly draw them a lot leaner mm-hmm, like runners mm-hmm. uh, uh, and then some of them it's just so such caricature exaggerated yes. caricatures um, I want to talk to the sector keeper real quick because on display um in marvel mania and maybe he has some more information and maybe how this relates to a set of stones this was the infinity gauntlet yes which also had contained six different stones yes. oh yes ins- inspired me my final birthday was at marvel mania you were in oh. the same run as Nick. Yes, I oh remember seeing you. You saw me? Yes, happy birthday. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you guys share the same birthday. Fuck, yes. Thanks, dude. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. My last clear memory is of Namor's shell. Oh. It's Kong's shell. Yeah. Kong's shell. And, and that's, that's the stone. Yes. The stone for the sector has appeared. Yes, It's it Namor's conch shell. <laughs> it was conch. Boys, boys, and look wow. closely. It's sitting on a little mechanical bull. Oh, wow. Oh, I see it now. And it's holding Fuck. a little guitar. Oh, neat. Wow. And it's all, and it's signed by Chicago trumpet player Lee Lockney. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And he said something to you, Nick. Yes. He said, you made the right choice. Yeah, I made the right choice. I think I did. Yes. Ariel would have left you Ariel no matter what. <laughs> Boys, you give me great strength. You have completed Sector, se- sector 17. Whew. Gibson Amphitheater. He put the L in it again. <laughs> it's okay. It's like Wampa. more human. <laughs> He's probably. I think he has to birth the stones from his throat, right. and they're probably that makes getting a lot caught. of sense. He has yeah. two left, right? And right. they're probably rumbling around right in there. Marvel Mania, in Saddle Ranch. Yeah, yeah, we and did Victoria it. And Victoria Station and Wampa Hoppers. Yeah, and Tony Roma Star and, and Tony Roma's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a lot there. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're not getting out of this thing no. easy. <sighs> These have been um, jam-packed sectors. We didn't even talk. Nick, you you've been working up around here. So That's you, right. So what? Like, what are now your experiences before we go? Like, oh, sure. Of like, we're living and working and playing we're, as Jimmy Buffett would and say. We're working and playing. Uh, um, uh, and then we. Uh, we write right uh, um, uh, our office who's, looks looks down on the tram tour mm-hmm. who's, now who's who's our who do you mean oh uh, uh, what's that yeah yeah who do you mean, you mean we oh, uh, uh, myself um uh, and uh, my writing partner anthony geo i think it's you oh, past guest of the show we Fuck, haven't seen yes. him in a while yeah i haven't seen him in a while <laughs> yeah, we should, yeah we should get him back but uh, we, there's just a funny instance because you know the tram stops and it's where like they play like the um like jimmy fallon mm-hmm. makes a joke about how he wishes jurassic park was i don't know whatever it's like this like there's this like video section but there's that stop is right outside and what happened is a tram stopped and um they were shooting right beside it and so the cast of SWAT 
came out and, and, and shakes everyone's hand on the on the tram ride. They are fucking stoked out of their minds. They can't believe everyone has their cameras out. They're shaking hands. They're like really being really good about it. Um, but what happens is that tram takes off and there's a tram right behind it that I think they think the same thing is going to happen. They come up and swat. It's like, no, of course, this was just like a one-time thing. So the second tram who has seen everything comes up, stops, and it's just like the saddest. Like, they're so disappointed. <laughs> it's it what? It's Shebar Moore, yeah, Lena Esco, and uh, yeah. Kenny Johnson. <laughs> Sector Keeper, when you're free, and when these, when this 19-part series is a giant award-winning smash, you need to go make like the cast of SWAT and go say hi to a tram. Yes. They'll, they'll flip out. They'll flip. You, I don't think you're going to arrive when you are alive again. You'll arrive to a world where this was received unbelievably and where you're a, you're a household name and household face. Oh, I would be so happy as, as long as God allows it. <laughs> He will. He needs you to share your joy just as, as John Paul II shared his mm-hmm. joy across the Papal Space Bridge. Yes. You're going to, br- I think, you know, we've been, you haven't experienced this, but the last couple of years in this country have just been a mess. And I think you, Sector Keeper, might be the, the key to solving all of it. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either way, too. you could be our savior or yeah. you could be the Antichrist and you could uh, bring about the end times. Yeah. Well, Either way, the problem gets solved. Well, if we all have a belly full of Daddy Yankee's ribs, I think everything's going to be okay. <laughs> all right. Sure. <laughs> Give us a little hint about which direction it's going to go. Yes. Great. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, and uh, you know, if we live each day like it, like it's the last, and if we're, you know, uh, uh, you know, striving for desserts of the quality of Blastar's ballistic Butterfinger bread pudding. <laughs> Then I think it's I think it's all gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mandernick. Um, yeah, I, I, I do improv with JV Friday nights mm-hmm. eleven UCB Franklin. Have Great. you ever seen them? Oh, you can't. Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you can't see improv anymore. Right. He's it's missed the thing. improv boom in general. Yeah. Wait, yes, uh, it might be uh, over though by the time this is over. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yes. UCB, uh, Gangnam style. It's all coming back to me. Oh, you're probably seeing the the UCB TV show, but and maybe yes. one of the theaters, but they have several now. Oh, yeah. So you'll get to experience all of those. Uh, yeah. The Target probably won't quite be done uh, over no. on Western by the time he's uh, uh, you're alive. But uh, a lot to look forward to, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, well, huh? we did it. We're on yeah. the way out. We got only a few more left. Uh, uh, yeah, Nick, thanks for being thanks here. Thanks so much. Best of luck you, to you, you on survived those final podcast. The yes. ride. I forgot to say it. Oh, cool. Uh, you did it. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, Happy, exclamation yes. point. Lots Happy, of zigzags yeah. around it, Marvel style. <laughs> Happy birthday. Again. Oh, thanks. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Happy birthday, man. <laughs> um, we'll be back well, tomorrow, it. and we're getting we're 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 nearing the end. Mm-hmm. We're working all we're working the way down, and uh, what will happen to our heroes? <laughs> The last two issues. Odysseus has almost returned to Ithaca <laughs> to claim his rightful place. Uh, I forgot to mention another one of these desserts, real quick. Yep. Latvian strawberry shortcake. <laughs> Very good. Thanks See you tomorrow. Listening. Thanks for listening. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.